Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 11th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. And really, we're laying, uh, I'm sorry, March 11th, we're laying the foundation uh, for the year. And we've been teaching on this since January or so. Now, here we are, March 11th. We're laying the foundation still, Progress on Purpose. Why? Because I told you at the beginning of the year that I believe that God has declared that 2021 is a season of new levels for us. And so God has declared new levels. That means we can level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. But there's a difference between God saying something and you receiving it. There's a difference between God releasing something from heaven and you actually walking it out in the earth for, for God's part is done by grace. It's free, it's unearned, it's unmerited, but our part has to be done by faith. So if you want to receive what God has already provided for this season, you're going to have to pursue progress on purpose. You have to be intentional. So that said, I've been teaching about this, being completely intentional about pursuing progress on purpose. And I told you that I was going to lay the foundation for the year by teaching you how to pursue progress on purpose in five areas, spiritually, physically, I mean, financially, physically, we covered those three already internally. That's where we are right now. And then I still have to do externally and still just really, this is the first series of the year. I'm excited about it. Of course, we'll go through a bunch of other series as well. Now for number four, internally, like what's happening on the inside, people may think, oh, wow, he looks blessed. She looks blessed. And on the inside, you may be stressed, right? They can't see what's happening on the inside. And so for inside type stuff, I said that I would cover being anxious for nothing, right? We covered that already. Uh, receiving unshakable peace, joy and peace in believing, relaxing your mind and getting physical rest, psychological rest. That's important too. And then number five, the highest form of faith is rest. So the highest form of faith, we're called to to live by faith. The highest form of faith is entering into God's rest. So the title of today's message, and I'm going to deal with this today. I dealt with it yesterday. I'm going to deal with it tomorrow. The title of today's message is work on resting work on resting. As a believer, the Bible says that you have to labor to enter into God's rest. You have to work on not working. You have to work on maintaining your peace. You have to work on entering into God's rest. It's not easy because like that, what, you know, what's easy stressing out. That's easy. You know, what's easy spazzing out. That's easy, right? So, so what's easy is to be like the world. But it's not easy to be like what God is saying. No, it's not easy to be in the middle of chaos and like Jesus was and sleep through the storm. That's not easy. But you have to learn how to enter into God's rest. Where Jesus was sleeping through the storm, the disciples thought they were going to die. Jesus was like, man, what are you talking about? That's not easy, but it is possible by the grace of God, enter into God's rest. And then you have to labor. Like you have to work on resting. You have to work on not working. You have to work on chilling out. And so I'm going to talk about it today. I will talk about it tomorrow. So this is from Hebrews chapter four. And I'm going to read for you Hebrews chapter four, verses one through 11. Now, I don't normally read all these verses, but I, I thought it was important for today. So let me read it for you and then we'll get into it. Uh, so number one, uh, you know, as far as laying the foundation, verse one, Hebrews four, one through 11, here we go. The Bible says, 
And we still have the promise that God gave those people. He's talking about the people of Israel, and I'll explain this later. Now, there was a promise that they could enter into God's rest. That promise is for us still today. So we should be very careful that none of you fails to receive this promise. Yes, the good news of the gospel was preached to us as well as it was to them, but the message that they heard did not help them. Why? Because they didn't receive it by faith. So only we who believe are able to enter God's place of rest. Uh Uh-oh. Only we who believe are able to enter God's place of rest. Verse four says, yes, somewhere in the scriptures, he talked about the seventh day of rest. God even said, so on the seventh day, God rested from all of his work. But in the scripture above, God said, there's some people that would never enter my place of rest. He's talking about the people that didn't believe God. They died in the wilderness. Verse six says, so the opportunity is still there for some of us to enter and enjoy God's rest. This is New Testament, by the way. This applies to us. But those who first heard the good news about it, they did not enter in because they did not obey. So God planned another special day. That day is called today. God says, listen, there's another day of rest. What day is that? That day is called today. So God spoke about it through David a long time ago, uh, using the words that I quoted before. This is in chapter three. He quoted these words. If you hear God's voice, don't be stubborn. Verse eight, for we know that Joshua did not lead the people into the place of rest that God promised. We know this because God spoke later about another day of rest. And once again, that day is today. This shows us that the seventh day rest, the Sabbath rest for God's people is still to come. Verse 10, God rested after he finished his work. So everyone who enters God's place of rest will also have rest from their own works. Just like God did. We can rest from our own works. And verse 11 says, so let us try as hard as we can to enter into God's place of rest. It's like, you got to try hard not to try though. (laughs) So you have to work on not working. Let us try as hard as we can to enter God's place of rest. We must try hard so that none of us will be lost following the examples of those who refuse to obey God. Man, there's so much in that. There's a lot there. We'll deal with some of it today, some of it tomorrow. So here we go, right? So I know that Let me just lay the foundation. 2020, I know it was not easy for a lot of people um, because of COVID and a lot of other things that COVID start, you know, kind of led to uh, economically, financially, people's jobs, all that. I got it. I understand. And matter of fact, 2021 is still a, a challenge for a lot of people. And I understand that. But as a believer, we have to learn how to enter into God's rest, just like God was saying in the book of Hebrews about what happened in Numbers chapter 13 and Numbers chapter 14. These people missed out on God's best and God's rest. And I know that as believers, you got to understand that just because 2020 was hard or maybe because 2021 is still somewhat hard, that doesn't mean that you can't have rest. God never said that life was going to be easy. God never promised us a perpetual picnic. Matter of fact, Jesus said in John 16 and 33, now listen, I'm going to tell you some stuff. Why? Because in this world, I'm telling you these things so that in me, you can have peace because in this world, you're going to have trouble. In this world, you're going to have trouble. But listen, I want you to be brave, courageous. Why? Because I've already overcome the world. God was like, listen, in this world, this world is not going to be easy. I never said that this world was going to be easy. But if you want to be my representatives in the earth, then you got to live as an overcomer. Jesus overcame the world. Now you and I, we get to overcome because he already overcame. We're not striving to overcome. No, 
we get to receive and maintain the victory that he already obtained for us. So Jesus overcame the world and we are overcomers because he already overcame. And because of Jesus, we can now enter into God's rest. The father expects you and I, but yeah, the world is crazy, but the father expects you and I to be light shining and salt preserving in the midst of darkness and decay and decay. So in the middle of a dark and decaying world, the father expects us to be light and salt. The father expects us to be the people that are not like everybody else. Why? Because we know how to handle the pressures of this world. How do we know how to handle it? We know how to enter into God's rest. This passage, Hebrews chapter four, you should go check it out and read Hebrews four. Listen, it's, it's, it's another level of rest. Like you got to learn how to enter into God's rest. God's peace is available to us when we get born again. And then God's peace is great, but watch this going into the rest of God. That's a whole nother level. So let me talk about it. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things I'm going to share with you in this morning about entering into God's rest. Number one, the offer of God's rest from Hebrews chapter four. The offer still stands like, you know how sometimes there's an offer and you missed out on it, but no, I want you to know that the writer of Hebrews is writing new Testament. He was like, listen, man, those people missed out on the day of rest, but God gave us another day. What day is that? That day is called today. <laughs> and that offer still stands. So in Hebrews chapter four, he's quoting kind of what he did from, from in Hebrews chapter three, the writer quotes Psalms 95. And in Psalms 95, the Bible is talking about all those people that died in the wilderness because they didn't believe God. They died because of their unbelief. Read uh, Numbers 13, Numbers 14, and etc. So then in chapter 4, the writer of Hebrews is juxtaposing, okay, what I said in chapter 3 with what I'm saying now. It's like, okay, those people missed out on God's rest because they didn't believe. But guess what? The promise still stands. He was like, there's a promise of entering into God's rest. Yeah, there's some people that forfeited it. There's some people that missed out, but that promise is still good for us today. Even today, New Testament believers, even today in 2021, the Bible says, Hebrews 4 and 3, we who believe can enter into this rest. Now, but this rest is reserved only for those of us that believe. So as believers, we have to receive this rest and we have to receive the rest by faith. As a believer, you have to receive it by faith. That's why Hebrews 4 and 2 says, the gospel, the good news was preached unto us as well as unto them, but it didn't do any good in them. Why? Because they didn't mix it with faith when they heard it. Today, we have to mix it with faith. Today, we have to believe and receive. And I would say that what I'm talking about right now, as far as entering into God's rest, uh, yeah, I, some people fail to experience it. Probably most people, especially today. Why? Because I've explained to you before that, our lives today are like driven by our calendar, right? We all have more task than time. We never really stop working. And so we have uh, email that we're doing all the time, text messages, calendars. We have Zoom meetings. We have all these calls. We have nonstop activity. So even when it comes to like, hey, I'm telling you, hey, you need to pray. You need to study. You need to read your word. To be honest, a lot of Christians hear that and they go, oh, let me put that on my to-do list. And they even treat God like as a task. And so I'm talking about, I'm, this is real talk. I'm 2021 talk. So in 2021, people have to put the things of God like on their calendar. It was like, oh, I probably need to pray. Oh, I need to do this. And it's like they're treating God like a task on their to-do list. 
and, and it's hard for people like that to enter into God's rest. You know why? It's hard to, for people like that to really live by faith. You know why? Because they built up bad habits over time. What are the habits? The habits are because of their constant and busy schedules is that they just want to knock out something and then move on to the next thing. Knock out something and then move on to the next thing. Let me check this off. Check this off. Check this off. You know why that's really bad for people to live by faith? Because when God gives you something and you believe and receive it by faith, it might take a long time before it happens. And so people that are so used to like, oh, let me check it off. Let me check it off. Let me check it off. If something doesn't happen for you in two weeks, you're like, well, yeah, I can't keep that on my to-do list. So I don't want to keep that. That just what maybe it wasn't God. Forget it. I move on to the next thing. And no, as a believer, you got to learn how to enter into God's rest. There might be some stuff that's not going to happen this year. That might be some stuff that's not going to happen next year. God will tell you something that may not happen for days or weeks or months or years or decades. So this is real talk. As a believer, you got to learn how to enter into God's rest concerning some stuff. And no, it's not going to happen on your, when you want it to happen all the time. And no, it's not going to be something you could just check off your to-do list right away. You got to learn how to enter into God's rest and receive it by faith. Number two flowing in the same vein, we must learn to embrace the peace of God and even do that by faith, right? So Dr. Warren W. Wearsby, mighty man of God, I love Dr. Wearsby. This is what he said about Hebrews chapter four. I'm quoting him. He said, the Canaan rest for Israel is a picture of the spiritual rest that we find in Christ when we surrender to him. Now, once we're born again, we find salvation rest, right? So that's one rest. But when we yield to the father, and we learn to obey him by faith, we have submission rest. So he's like, salvation rest, that's one thing. Submission rest, that's a whole nother thing. So the first one, salvation rest, that's the peace of God, right? Oh no, peace with God, meaning I'm not going to hell. Okay, I have peace with God. But the second one is the peace of God. Those are two different things. So once you're born again, I'm not going to hell. Okay, that's, I have peace with God but I may not have the peace of God. And so he's saying you have to learn how to enter into God's rest so you can have the peace of God. Now, once you enter into God's rest, watch this. Wearsby says, once you're born again, you're in God, God is in you. But once you learn how to enter into God's rest, Dr. Wearsby says, then God's rest enters into you. Ooh, I like that. He says that once we enter into God's rest, God's rest enters into us. And now once you have rest, like supernatural rest. I have peace with God and then I have the peace of God. Now I can operate in rest on another level. Matter of fact, the book of Hebrews is known as a book of better things because through Jesus, God ratified with the blood of Jesus, a better covenant that's based upon better promises. And basically the writer of Hebrews saying that there was a, a, a level of rest that was made available to the Israelites in the old Testament. And some of them missed out on it, but in the New Testament, we have another level of rest because the whole book of Hebrews is a is a book of about a better covenant based on better promises. So he's saying that, look, those guys missed out on rest, but some of them didn't get it. But New Testament, it's another it's a whole nother level of rest. This is supernatural. This is this is through the Holy Spirit. But guess what? The faith factor still applies. So just like they needed to Old Testament, they needed to receive it by faith. New Testament, we need to receive it by faith. If you don't receive rest, the supernatural rest and peace of God by faith, then you're not going to get it. Even now, I'm talking, and Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 2 applies. While I'm talking, some people, the same thing that I'm saying, everybody's hearing it. But not everybody's going to receive it. 
because not everybody is mixing what they hear with faith. So as I close out the second point, let me say this. God's supernatural rest is available to you. It's available to you right now. The writer of Hebrews says, hey, though they missed out on it that day, so God came up with another day. What day is that? That day is called today. So today you can tap into God's rest. Today you can make a demand for it, but you have to do it by faith. If you don't tap into God's rest by faith, then you're going to be like those people that missed out. They heard the gospel and they didn't receive it. See, God's part is done. He was like, here's rest, people. Sons, daughters, I'm giving you rest. It's available to you. Just like new levels. God has said new levels. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to get new levels. Why? Because you, God provides it by grace. We receive it by faith. If we don't receive by faith what God has already provided, then we're going to miss out. And, it, and it's not God's part because God gave us everything. Look, he gave you a son. He gave you eternal life. Once you accepted his son, he gave you his spirit. He gave you his word. Romans 12 and three says that God dealt to every man the measure of faith. So he gave you the word. He gave you the spirit. He gave you faith. My God, he gave you everything. Now our job is to receive what God has already provided. Now, let me tie it back to, to the passage, Hebrews chapter four. So let me explain really what the writer of Hebrews is saying in Hebrews chapter four. I think most of you guys know what happened in Numbers 13, but maybe, maybe not. So let me just tell you. So God comes to Moses and God says to Moses, listen, first of all, you know, the whole thing, let my people, you know, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. So he did all of that. So now they're out. And, and, and so the Israelites are free. You know, the parting of the waters, you, you saw the movie, right? The Ten Commandments. So uh, Pharaoh's people got swallowed up in the water. Now they're in the wilderness. And it was like, boom, now we're free. They got gold. They got silver. They took all the stuff from the Egyptians as they left. The Lord says to Moses, listen, now I've heard the cries of my people. Matter of fact, I told Abraham 400 years ago that this land was promised to, to his descendants. You guys are Abraham's descendants. So I promised to your forefathers to give them this land. So this land is yours. I am giving you the land. The land is yours. I am giving you the land. This was promised to your forefathers to give you some 400 years ago. So that's it. Take 12 spies, one from every tribe, send them into the land on a recon mission. I want them to come back with physical evidence to show the people that the land is good land flowing with milk and honey. So they go and they come back with physical evidence, right? They come back. Matter of fact, there was a cluster of grapes. That was a two man lift. It took two people to carry one cluster of grapes, right? That's how crazy this is. I mean, like this is how, how blessed the land was. So, so they have, they're carrying back physical evidence. 12 spies went in. They saw. They come back with physical evidence. Yep, it is just like God said. The land is flowing with milk and honey. The land is blessed. The land is amazing. But the land is inhabited. Oh, man, we didn't know we was going to have to fight for it. Oh, snap. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, matter of fact, those dudes look big. Uh, the Bible says there were giants. The Bible says there were Anakin where, you know, Star Wars, they get Anakin from that. So th the children of Anak or the Anakin were there. So now you have the Anakin or the giants or we can't do it. And 10 out of the 12 spies put a no where God put a yes. And 10 out of the 12 spies were like, no, we can't do it. Two of the 12 spies, Joshua and Caleb was like, yes, we, we can do it because God said, it. God said it's already ours. God already said it's ours. But millions of people believe the 10 over the two. And millions of people died in the wilderness and never got it. They never got God's best because they put a no where God put a yes because they failed to enter into God's rest. So listen, number three and finally, I'll close with this. A few closing thoughts on this passage. 
Rest is part of the promises of God. Like the father says, you can have rest. And as a believer, you got to receive this thing by faith. And I'm not talking about like rest, like going to lay down on the couch and take a nap. I'm talking about a supernatural rest that will help you to overcome frustration and doubt and unbelief. Frustration is a feeling of dissatisfaction, often accompanied by anxiety or depression, and it results from unfulfilled needs or unresolved problems. I'm saying that, listen, as a believer, you can have unfulfilled needs, you can have unresolved problems, and you can still have rest. Why? Because God said it. But you have to receive it by faith. The promises of God, like everything else in the kingdom, have to be received by faith. Listen, don't do what they did. Millions of people died in the wilderness because they didn't receive it by faith. I'm telling you, there's a divine rest that's made available to you, but you have to receive it by faith. Last thing I'll say is this as I close. Not only did God say, never said it was going to be easy. God never said you were not going to have to fight for it. God gave you a dream. Maybe he talked to you about a business. He talked to you about going to a particular school or maybe your marriage or maybe your children. God gave you a promise. Maybe you thought it was going to be easy. God never said it was going to be easy. God never said that you didn't have to fight for it. Matter of fact, Hebrews 4 and 11 says that you have to work on labor to enter into God's rest. So listen, as a believer, you got to fight for it. You got to go fight for what God has already provided. You have to stand in faith and know that there's a rest that's made available to you so that you don't fall into fear or doubt or frustration or depression. You can get to the point where you're bringing every thought captive. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. You are taking control of your thoughts. You are at peace on the inside. Remember, I'm talking about leveling up on the inside. So now I'm going to level up in 2021 on what's happening on the inside. Part of that is learning how to enter into God's rest, how to work on resting, how to work on not getting stressed out, how to work on not freaking out, how to work on not allowing fear, doubt, or unbelief to mess up my faith. I'm going to work on that this year and I'm going to level up. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I gave you a lot today. Um, I want you to, de to declare something over your life now. I want you to speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for this series. I thank you for taking the time to show me how your rest is available by your spirit. So I declare by faith that I enter into divine rest today. I receive your word. I mix it with faith. I apply it to my life. And I enter into rest. I trust you with my whole heart. I believe you can and will do all things through my life. So father, I enter into your rest. If the enemy tries to get me out of rest, <laughs> I reject those things. I resist every negative thought. I bring them captive unto the obedience of Christ. I will not allow Satan or anyone else to get me out of your rest. I live in a stress-free environment. From this day forward, I face challenges. I face them with confidence. I overcome because Jesus overcame. So I level up my ability to rest and I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. If you want my notes, 
Todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I covered a lot today, like because Hebrews 4, there's a lot there. So please go back, listen to the message, get this down in your spirit. Uh, I Do me two favors. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. And then number two, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Enter into God's rest. I'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you.